You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hey, this is Lee, Bible in Real Life podcast. And today we are talking about when love goes wrong. We're going to talk about dealing with toxic relationships. Many people want to be in a relationship. It's the month of February when we're recording this. So Valentine's Day is happening and all these things are happening. But some people find themselves in unhealthy and toxic relationships. So today we're going to talk about recognizing what's a toxic relationship, We're going to talk about examples in scripture of toxic relationships that you can look at and glean from, and also um, ideas of how to overcome or resolve some of the issues in uh, these toxic relationships, because I believe God can redeem some of these relationships and some we just have to cut loose. So let's take a look at... um, uh, this topic today. But first, I want to say again, welcome to the Bible and Real Life podcast. I want to say thank you to those that are subscribed to the podcast. Thank you to those that are subscribed and following us on TikTok. Uh, I usually produce about four or five TikToks a week uh, as, as we're just going through daily life and what the Bible has to say about topics throughout the throughout the course of the week. Also, Um, If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel or following us on YouTube shorts, you are missing some good stuff. I am becoming a content machine because I believe with all my heart that the more we we understand and know God's word, the better our life will be. And I think that's especially true in regards to relationship. So let's just jump into it. Um, so let's get it. So the Bible tells us in the beginning that, uh, this was good. This was good. This was good. This was good. And then God saw something that wasn't good. Uh, and it wasn't good that man was alone. Right. So, um, so he created a help me for him and, uh, Adam found Eve love at first sight. Right. And so the story goes, but Well, not but. And I believe that since then, many individuals have been looking for that community, that romantic relationship, that companionship that we see first modeled in the garden, right? However, sometimes, sometimes love goes wrong. Sometimes in desiring to have that companionship or that relationship, Sometimes people settle for those that are less than God's best. And in these relationships, we're going to, I'm going to, sometimes I'll call it an unhealthy relationship. Sometimes I'll call it a toxic relationship, but let's recognize a toxic relationship. Now you may be saying, oh, Lee, some of these, uh, as I go through the list, you may say, well, some of these I am a part of, right? Well, hold on because I believe God gives us wisdom on how to address certain issues that can be evident in toxic relationships. So first, um, toxic relationships are can be categorized by a, a disrespect. <coughs> excuse me, by a disrespectful relationships. 
and in a disrespectful relationship, there's a lack, there's a lack of trust or a lack of respect, I'm sorry, for each other. Um, this includes if you're in a relationship where the person consistently disregards your feelings or your opinions, and if there's in general a lack of mutual trust and respect for your values and beliefs, you could be in a um, a toxic relationship because uh, respect has to be a part of the relationship, okay? Uh, it has to be where you value the person's opinion, you value their perspective, you value their beliefs. There has to be this mutual respect. If not, you really have to ask yourself, hmm, maybe I am in a toxic relationship. Another symptom or another um, uh, element of a toxic relationship would be an abusive relationship. So if there's a relationship where there is physical, emotional, or psychological abuse, um, this should never be acceptable in any relationship, right? Uh, If there is consistent abuse, it is important to relieve that this abusive behavior is not God's plan for relationships. Abuse happening in a relationship is not um, is not God's plan for um, the relationship. If you're experiencing this abuse, um, another toxic, and many of us don't see it this way, but. Uh, the Bible uses this term unequally yoked, right? Uh, if you are, and specifically, this this often talks about the relationship between a believer and a non-believer. So a Christian and a non-Christian. Um, oftentimes when a Christian is in a dating relationship or, some, or even, uh, this happens sometimes, a um, a person will go to church and they get saved and they come home and there's an unbelieving spouse. Uh-oh, now we're unequally yoked. Now we're not walking in agreement. And many times we have differing perspectives and differing priorities. So this could be a toxic relationship, but there is hope, right? If it's a marriage relationship, but if this is a dating relationship, um, you, you should really ought to consider, uh, no longer progressing in this relationship. There's two different perspectives and, and this, um, definitely would be a challenge. Codependent relationships. Codependent relationships are characterized <clears throat> by an unhealthy reliance on each other. Okay. Now, should you depend, be able to dis- depend on the person you're in a relationship with? Yes. You should be able to depend on your girlfriend or you should be able to depend on your boyfriend, right? Um, you should be able to depend on your husband or wife. Um, however, an over-reliance, right? If there is over-reliance for all their emotional needs or all of their, um, and they need constant validation of their personhood and their identity. Um, many times this over-dependence can lead to um, 
controlling nature, right? Hey, where are you every second of every day? I have to know where you are because if I'm away from you for a second, you know, um, I, I begin to fear or I begin to um, expect the worst. And that is a problem. You know, you know how when you're first in a relationship, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I ain't doing nothing. And y'all just be sitting on the phone, talking, talking. This is my phone. And y'all just be sitting on the phone, talking, talking for hours. Oh, that's so cute, 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 cute. Um, but if the, after you've been in a relationship for a couple months, it's like, hey, um, I'm hanging out with my guys, right? And you knew that. I said that when I left two minutes ago. Why are you calling already? <laughs> <laughs> or you're like, hey, I'm hanging out with my sister. I'm hanging out with my brother. What do you mean? Um, uh, why, uh, you know, like, give me a break. Good Lord. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> a little emotional. So, sometimes we get a little emotional. But um, my point is an overly dependent reliance, an overly reliant person for all their um all their emotional needs, all their community needs, all their intellectual needs has to come from you. Then you start to get into, into trouble. And then dishonest relationships. These dishonest relationships are toxic. This includes relationships where sometime a person will withhold, withhold, not disclose very valuable information um, you have a kid? Maybe you should mention that, right? Oh, you still live with your ex-husband? Maybe you should mention that, right? Oh, you have another boyfriend? <laughs> These are, you know, so you don't want dishonesty in a relationship. Now, I'm not saying day one, you walk around with your credit score on your, on your t-shirt, but um, you should be able to, to share, uh, and be open and honest about what you're feeling, open and honest about how you feel in this relationship, right? Uh, these are healthy relationships and the lack of honesty creates toxic relationships because once you start hiding things, once you feel like I can no longer share how I'm really feeling, once you feel that this person can no longer be trusted with, with core feelings or core emotions, then you really ought to ask yourself, hey, is this a relationship that, that is healthy and what can I do to fix it, right? So the Bible has many great examples of healthy relationships, right? So we see Joseph and Mary. I see that as a very healthy relationship. You know, in the Bible, we see a, um, a Sarah and Abram, um, in many regards, had a healthy relationship. But there are some examples of toxic relationships. And let's see how they fared out. Because um, I, I want to give you, you know, I like, I like unicorns and rainbows. But I also realized that the reality is some people are in toxic relationships and the Bible gives us reality. So 
in Judges chapter 16, there's a story of Samson and Delilah. And I would consider this a codependent relationship, right? This relationship is a classic example of an unhealthy relationship. Samson loved Delilah. He, I believe he really did. He loved her so much so that uh, he was will, and he wanted to have, um, eventually, he wanted to have an open, not open, an honest relationship. But Delilah was manipulative and using Samson for her own personal gain. Okay. Wow. This is in the Bible. So we see um, this story of Samson and Delilah in Judges chapter 16 reminds us that we need to be cautious of those who would seek to take advantage and use our love against us. Right. And and sometimes you don't realize that they are working against you. When I read the story of Samson, and if you don't know the story, um, go back and read Judges, you know, chapter 16. But the story is um, Samson's enemies are trying to find the secret to his strength, right? So they go to Samson's uh, girlfriend or wife at the time, relationship partner, um, Delilah, and tells her, hey, if you tell us uh, the source of Samson's strength will give you riches like like you wouldn't imagine. And rather than cover her husband or boyfriend or whatever the word, I got to look at the relationship. Rather than cover her, she manipulates Samson and said, tell me your strength. And so Samson, you know, he makes up this lie that wasn't the truth and, and she tried it and it didn't work. And then Samson tells her another truth. Hey, if I'm bound with, with brand new ropes, I'll be powerless. So uh, she binds him with the ropes, but he breaks it and, and fights the enemy. I'm amazed that Samson didn't realize that, wait a minute, this person does not have my best interest in mind. This person is literally trying <coughs> to break me down to my weakest point. But because he loved her, he didn't see what was happening. Oh, you ever met that friend where you're like, I don't know why you can't see what is happening right now in this relationship. He or she is not looking out for your best interest, right? They are not trying to do you well. They are using you to advance. They are looking to get over. They are being manipulative. manipulative and you're amazed that they can't see it. That's what we saw here at Samson. Um, he wanted the love and respect of Delilah so much that he did eventually tell her the, the secret to his strength. And you know what she did? She exploited his weakness and she cut off his hair and he lost his strength. Not only did he lose his strength, he was taken into slavery and they plucked his eyes out and they made a fool of him. Right. So, man, man, Lee, this this podcast went a little dark. No, listen, listen, we need to see that there are consequences for remaining in toxic relationships. Right. Um, his reputation was gone. He lost his sight and 
he was taken into slavery. And what happened to Delilah? She got rich, right? So be careful of those that would seek to manipulate you and use their love, your love against you, your love for them against you, right? These are toxic relationships in which we should separate from. Uh, another toxic relationship in the Bible. I'm telling you, when you read the Bible, when you go, uh, me and my buddy used to call it the middle of the album. You know, like there's the hits that play on the radio. But back when I was growing up, albums had like 10, 15 songs on it, right? On the radio, it might show, might sing two or three. Uh, but there's some that are, that's gold in the middle of the album. And so as you're reading the Bible, there is gold within you know, not just the big David and Goliath story or the Adam and Eve story. There's gold in the middle. So make sure you're reading the whole Bible, people. Come on now. Um, so another toxic relationship is the relationship of Ahab and Jezebel, right? And I would consider this a, an unequally yoked type relationship, right? So this relationship between Ahab, who was the king of Israel, right? A king over 10 of the tribes of Israel. <clears throat> and he married Jezebel, who was a known idol worshiper, a non-believer. And she actually led the people into idolatry. He, she turned Ahab's heart from God and led Israel into sin. Right? So, um, Many times you may have grown up in the church, right? And if you read Proverbs chapter four, um, uh, chapter three, <laughs> it talks about beware of those that would seek to ensnare you and the adulterous woman or the one that would pull you away from the truth, right? And that's what happened with Ahab. He grew up in Israel knowing what God's word says, and yet he was drawn away um, by Ahab. Um, her control over Ahab led him to evil actions, culminating in the, the plotted death and murder of Naboth. So if you don't know the story, go back and read 1 Kings, right? Uh, 1 Kings 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, uh, all that's covering Ahab and Jezebel. But um, Ahab uh, the story of Naboth, Ahab wanted this, this vineyard. Um, he said, hey, I want to buy your field. The guy said, no, I'm not going to sell it to you. This is for me and my family. Ahab was like, ah, oh, man. And then Jezebel had him murdered so that, um, so that Ahab can get the field. And long story short, sometimes we feel like even though they don't have our best interest, they don't have our moral convictions, they're not serving our God, they do things for us and we feel like, oh, they're still a good person. Oh, they're still trying to help us out. But if they don't believe what you believe, if they don't serve the God you serve, if they don't hold the same moral constraints or moral beliefs that you have, then that relationship can pull you away from God. And really turn you opposite to everything God is trying to do and establish in your life. So we have to watch out for being unequally yoked. These are toxic relationships. And then this third one, I almost hate to bring up because this one is horrible. Um, this is a story of Amnon and Tamar, 
right? Another toxic relationship. And I will call this one a uh, physical abuse, right? Um, so in 2 Samuel chapter 13, there's a story of Amnon, who is one of David's own sons. We remember David, David, man after God's own heart, killed Goliath and all this, writing Psalms to the Lord. The Bible says that Amnon lusted after his half-sister, right? Um, and he eventually raped her. And then the Bible says after he abused her, actually after he sexually abused her, the hatred that he had for her was more than the love that he had for her. And this is so true. Sometimes we see uh, victims of sexual abuse that um, the person told them that they loved them and they did this act. And then after the person is paying forward because the person is, is being mistreated, hated and abused, you know, maintaining and, and often trying to leave the relationship. But I mean, this is a horrible story. Um, now, we do want to point out that the Bible does not condone this at all, right? This this event of Amnon, um, you know, sexually abusing his sister, his half-sister, kicked off a whole bunch of consequences, which eventually led to, you know, his death and just horrible consequences. I mean, if you're interested in this stuff, this is kind of the dark stuff. That's in the Bible, but it's in 2 Samuel chapter 13. But here's my point. <clears throat> Toxic relationships, whether it's unequally yoked, sexual abuse, or um, codependent um, examples are found in scripture. Why do I say that? God has seen this before and God can help. God can cure how God can um, help you navigate this situation because none of this is new to God, all right? So I want to encourage you, first of all, that whatever situation you find yourself in, we have not a high priest that cannot be, cannot be sympathetic because God has seen all this before and he's able to redeem it or he's able to rescue or he's able to remove you from the situation. So what if we are in a toxic relationship, Lee? Well, um, sometime within this toxic, toxic relationship, there's constant criticism. Um, and, and God tells us in Ephesians 4.29 um, that we need to let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but that uh, but only that such for building up as fit the occasion, all right? So Ephesians 4.29 tells us that in our relationships, if you find yourself in a toxic relationship, one of the things we can do is um, improve our communication, okay? Improve the communication between each other and allow it to not be um, corrupt communication, right? Um we should be building up one another because as we change how we communicate, we'll change and we'll be able to see differences in the relationship. 
Um, if you are in a in a relationship that is controlling, you know, codependency gone wrong, right? Uh, the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 18, that there is no fear in love. I want you to hear me. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So if in your relationship, there is a constant state of fear, understand that this is not a healthy relationship. I would say perfect love casts out fear. So if you're afraid to share how you're feeling, if you if you're always on pins and needles, always afraid to say something or do something or or express something for fear of retribution or abuse, understand that this is a toxic relationship. This is not how it's supposed to be. So either remove yourself from the situation um, or uh, make sure you uh, seek counsel and begin counseling so that you can unpack uh, you all can unpack what is it that's causing this this control or this need for control or codependency. Um, if the issue is lack of trust, the Bible says that we're to trust in the Lord. Okay, but I should trust my spouse. Yes, I should trust your girlfriend. Yes. So if there's an issue of lack of trust, then okay. Um, Trust the Lord to help you navigate this situation. God, should I be removing myself from this situation? Is this a a situation you want me to stay in because you're going to redeem the situation? Or is this a, a issue where I need to leave and pray for reconciliation? Okay. Um, um, Emotional abuse uh, or physical abuse, okay? Man, man, listen. In the Bible in real life, I'm trying to cover um, topics for when love goes wrong, okay? So physical abuse, here's a couple things you have to understand. Number one, Psalms 9-9 says, The Lord is a refuge to the oppressed, Okay? Uh, the Lord is a refuge to the oppressed and a stronghold in time of trouble. So make sure you take your concerns to the Lord. Number one. Number two, physical abuse is not acceptable. Make sure you remove yourself from the situation or look for an opportunity to be removed, either remove yourself from the situation or seek to have them removed from the situation. If you're being physically abused, sexually abused, it is not your fault. I want to say that again. If you're being abused, it is not your fault. Sometimes um, sometime there's guilt and shame. Oh, if I didn't do this, then he wouldn't punch me in the throat. Or if I didn't say this, then he wouldn't have done this to me. Or uh, she wouldn't have done this to me. No, this is not. Um, this is not only on you, right? So get them the help they need, either by removing yourself from the situation or calling in authorities and so forth, so that um, 
so that you can be protected. Okay. Um, so, uh, and seek medical advice, seek authorities to get involved in the situation as needed. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll do one more. Um, emotionally, emotional abuse, right? Um, the Bible says in first Corinthians 13, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not eagerly angered. It keeps no record of wrong. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. If you are being emotionally abused where there isn't patience and there isn't kindness and they are and you all are keeping record of wrong, understand that you're not operating in the type of love God describes or God creates. So uh, my prayer is that you would um, ask God to fill both of your hearts <clears throat> with love, right? Because um, perhaps God's going to redeem this situation. Um, you may need to rem be removed from this situation, right? Uh, or remove, have that person removed or like break up. This is not healthy. Now you can pray for reconciliation. Maybe once they get better, but God has called us to peace. Okay, man, this is a heavy topic and, um, I know I kind of went through it fast, but I wanted you to see that um, not every relationship is a good relationship. There are biblical examples of not good relationships, right? And God uh, has experience with less than ideal relationships so he can give you the wisdom through the power of prayer, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the power of godly counsel. He can give you wisdom on how to navigate your season. Not every person, I'm not going to say that. Pray for God's wisdom for how to navigate this situation so that you experience all that God has for us. God has given us his spirit. God gives us his power. He's built us for a community. So the desire for a relationship is not wrong. But the willingness to stay in a toxic relationship without addressing the issue, without creating change, or without seeking to make it healthy is less than God's best for you. All right. Whew. This one you may have to go back and look, listen to a couple times uh, to get all the goodness. But in the show notes, I'll, I'll list some of the verses that we talked about in the episode and um, hopefully this has allowed you to open your eyes up because sometimes love goes wrong and unhealthy relationships need to become healthy. All right. Hey, this is Lee, Bible in Real Life. I will talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.